Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University, Belfast. This episode was recorded during a webinar entitled International Opportunities for International Students and features Emma Lennox, a career consultant, and Manan Sahai, a student who went on a few international programs and is hosted by Rory McGrillan, a development officer within the Global Opportunities Team. In today's session, what we'd like to do is give you an introduction to the Global Opportunities Team, and also give you an introduction to the Career Service, and also we are kindly joined today by a current Queen's student who has participated in a range of different local, uh, national, as well as international programs. Today's session will very much cover the opportunities for international students to study and work abroad, as well as volunteering abroad. So say, we'll make a start and I'll introduce you to myself, my team, my colleague Emma, and also Manan, the student, current student who's gonna join us for the session today. In terms of today's session, uh, we do have to make reference to COVID. It does seem very strange that you know, we're talking today about global opportunities, considering most of you are gonna be impacted by lockdown in some way. However, all of the opportunities that we are highlighting today are for summer 2021 and beyond. So although the thought of international travel may not, may seem a bit distant at the minute, hopefully in the new year, restrictions may change and some degree of normality may return. So I'll begin by introducing myself. My name is Rory McGrillan. I am a development officer within the Global Opportunities Team. I have worked in the department for over three years now. My role is very much to support students uh, that want to study and work abroad. I'm responsible for developing a range of international opportunities and programs and very much enjoy sort of engaging with students on a day-to-day -day basis. That could be students who are currently on a placement or either studying or working abroad or have returned from an experience or like today, students that are considering taking up an international opportunity. The Global Opportunities main aim is to promote and support students with international study and work abroad programs. We are a team of six that are based in the Student Guidance Centre. And this week and today is very much about giving you an insight into the opportunities. We would encourage everyone to review our website and find out more specific details about the opportunities that we present today. I mentioned that I engage with students on a daily basis and it's not only myself, the whole team would be speaking with students on a daily basis through email, through video calls. We have weekly drop-in, virtual drop-in sessions, and we have a range of international information sessions that run throughout semester one and two. In fact, following on from Go Global Week, we have a further 12 information sessions from external program providers with specific details on the programs that they are offering. I would encourage everyone to log into my future and book in and register for these events. And also, if you'd like to speak with us in person, book in for a, a virtual drop-in session through the appointment section. So at this stage, I am now going to pass you over to my colleague, Emma, from the Career Service. Hi, Rory. Thanks very much. Uh, my name is Emma Lennox. Um, I'm a careers consultant working with careers, employability and skills. Um, our mission as Career Service is really to inspire and empower career success for all our students. So we are available and accessible to all our students. So even if you need extra support, 
we work with you guys, we work with other departments, we work with employers um, to get you where you want to go, okay? So it doesn't matter what stage of your career journey you're at, okay? If you know where you want to go, brilliant. If you don't know, still brilliant, we're still here, okay? So that's part of what we do. Um, what I'm going to do is take you through some of the programs that you might, as an international student, find interesting, okay? I'm going to chat about Erasmus, the two strands, study and work, uh, the university exchange programs, then I asked it, the RIAN, um, who are responsible for the J1 visa sponsor, the Global Leadership Program, Mountbatten Program, Metex Research One. I'm going to finish up with Camp America and some international web resources that you might find useful before I hand back to Rory. So that's the plan. Okay. What I will say as well, with everything, double check, have a look on the website, check the small print, check your visa, make sure that it's going to be useful for you. So. Erasmus study placement. Now, this is the one I used to go to Queen's a long time ago. Um, and this was what I did when I was there. I spent part of my second year in uh, semester two in Denmark. If you get the opportunity to do this, my goodness, go. You will have so much fun. I, I'm still in contact with the people from <clears throat> all those years ago. This can be between three and 12 months. So it can either be one semester or one academic year. It's open to undergraduates and postgraduates, okay? But not to your graduates. So we have to do it while you're still here. Open to any year group, do check your disciplines, okay? If you're studying something where you need to have certain credits, so you're going to be accredited at the end to be a professional job, there might be some restrictions, but do check them out. It's open to any nationality, and there is financial support for full-time students, okay? Do check those out. There are a range of exchanges with different um, institutions, okay? The idea with this is which you see, and I'll take you through what it looks like when you look on our website. Okay. So what you do is you'll go on our website and then you will find your subject first. Okay. So over on the left hand side, it says study placements by links, links by subject. So it's, it starts as um, AHSS go first and it goes alphabetically. So that's why anthropological studies is first. Now there are going to be different opportunities for each subject. So in anthropology, there are five um, universities that they have links with. Criminology have one. English have quite a range, actually. What you would have to do is then go and see where your options are, have a look at the universities, okay? Which one would you like? Which one would work in a language would suit you? Which one has modules that would fit in with where you want to go, okay? Um, what I would suggest then is, after that, contact your Queen's Erasmus Programme Director. You can see their contact details. Each school will have an academic person uh, responsible for that okay so Daniel Roberts helped me to get to Denmark when I was there he's still doing it now he knows what he's doing okay um, it might be competitive depending on your study depending on the number of people who want to go to it they might have to shortlist then after that and if they do come and give us a shout and we'll help you with that process as well so for more information about Erasmus and study placements I've included the long link there because this is going to be recorded as well so you can copy that through there is going to be a Focus on Europe webinar this Thursday from 12 until 1. So you can register my future and you might find that useful as well. As well as the study placement, there's also the work placement. Again, this is only for undergrad and postgrad, so sorry about the graduates again. Uh, again, between 2 and 12 months, and it must be recognised as part of your degree. Okay, It can be anywhere within Europe, but must be over 50 miles from your home address. Okay, so Ireland does still count, but it has to be farther away than over the field. It's open to any nationality. There are financial um, support available. And again, it's the same process. So contact your school placement coordinator 
um, and make sure you get that in on, on time, okay? The sooner the better for all of these applications. University exchange programs. So again, these are just for undergrad, that's not for postgrad and graduates. You can spend one semester or one academic year at, at, in, in one of three institutions in either Australia or Canada. So two in Canada and one in Australia. Open to any full-time uh, Queen's University student. There is a travel award, okay? When it comes to your fees, EU students spending the full year will have to will only have to pay half of their normal tuition to Queen's. EU students spending one semester will have to pay the full amount. Okay? The same with the international students as well. Applications will open in December. Okay, now the closing date is February, but do make sure that you have a look and you know what you want to apply for. You can do some of this in advance as well. Again, check out the website, check out the small print and have a look at where you think you might want to spend some time, depending on your subject as well. ISD, this is your International Association for the Exchange of Students for Technical Experience. I had to write that down and practice it. It's easier to say I ask it every time. These are paid international placements. They can be from six weeks to 12 months. So you can look at summer, you can look at breaks over Easter, and you can look at for a full academic year, okay? These are STEM subjects in any nationality. These can be with companies, they can be universities, they can be with government bodies. There's a whole range of places, okay? So IASTI will support you in terms of looking for an employer, applying for visas, finding accommodation, settling in. Um, and there's loads of different countries available as well, okay? So there is a placement fee with that, but each placement does have a salary, okay? The closing date is normally at the start of December every year, okay? Check out the British Council website. Again, the sooner the better. Get your application in, show that you're interested and show that you're keen. And there will be a work placements information session on that on the 27th of October. The Rian Immigrant Centre for help with the J1 visa sponsor, okay? Again, this is open for you if you already have work or placement already lined up, okay? So you have to be very, very proactive with this. It is open to Queen's students with placements which are preset or graduates with a pre-placement, okay? So it's very much on the student to source what they're looking for before applying. The applications for this will open soon. This is very much a fluid situation at the moment. So do have a look on the website for, de for details, okay? There will be another session on that on Friday the 20th of November as well. So I hope you're writing all these down. Queen's Global Leadership Programme. My goodness, right, this is something that we do. And this is your 10 to 12 day programme. It starts on campus. It starts in Queen's, <coughs> pardon me, and ends in a, well, doesn't end, involves a seven day international trip. So we took 25 students and in the past they've gone to San Francisco, Toronto, New York, Washington, Hong Kong, Kuala Lumpur, all over the show. Okay, there is a theme every year. Um, so for example, one year it was how might smart cities solve 21st century problems? And you will work as a group, and you will work with employers to try and solve these problems and to build up the skills um, that you would be able to put on a CV and to pitch to employers, okay? You work with high um, profile employers or international ones, and it is extremely heavily subsidized as well. When you get to speak to your um, student guest shortly, um, he actually completed one of these programs. Okay, so have all your questions ready for him. Mountbatten program. Sorry, undergrads and postgrads, this one's only for recent graduates. Okay, this is your 12 months ESA work placement. Um, again, with some very high profile employers across a range of different sectors. 
Um, there is a program cost to that, but what I would suggest is that you get a lot more back from it, okay? So the package includes your visa, because your accommodation, health coverage, and there is a, a small salary with that, okay? March and August dates, depending on when you graduate. You need to be a non-US citizen, have at least a 2-2 classification, and have some professional experience behind you. If you're interested in that for after you graduate, it might be useful looking at it now while you're with Queen's to start and build some of that experience that you might need. Very interesting program. There will be, oh, sorry, I got confused with that one. My apologies. Green Tax Research Internship. Okay, it's so a 12 weeks um, research internship starting in May, starting in October. Based in Canada, this is only for our undergrads. So sorry, postgrads. Supervision from Canadian university staff. This one is funded. Okay, includes your flight, your visa, your accommodation, and it covers all subject areas. So your science, your engineering, your maths, also your humanities and social sciences. There are options to go 45 universities across Canada. It's competitive. Of course it's competitive. But if you don't try, you're not in with a shot. Okay, so have a go at that one. You must be at least 18. Um, you have to be an undergraduate in your first year of a three-year course or your second year of a four-year course. Okay, so have a think about that. Make sure your grades are about 65 average and you've got good English and or French. French can be very useful as well. Again, check out the, the dates and the closing dates on that as well. Camp Canada, Camp America and BNAG. If you don't want to take the time out during semester, this is how you can spend your summer. Living and working on a camp, okay, there are a range of different roles available. Um, some of them are very specialist, some of them are in education, um, some of them when they want you to bring your skills with you, some of them they're happy to train you up. Range of camps to choose from, there are costs, but there's also a salary back with it, okay? After the camp is finished, then you get 30 days to travel in the US. You can make that experience your own. I know people who, students who wanted to gain experience in a particular area, have applied to this and said, I would like to get experience in, can I help you with this? And if it, that's a great idea, we didn't think about it, and they've gone out and created work experience as well. Really interesting, open to undergrad, postgrad and graduates. I really encourage you to have a look at some of the opportunities there. There are some websites that you might find useful, okay, that you might not know about. The first two are available on my future. The first one's called Going Global, okay. The second one is Student Circus. Don't Google these because you'll get charged, okay. If you go through my future, Queens have paid for the license. You're welcome. And you can actually access the resources. Home Global is super. Um, if you go up to the top and it actually says there's um, career guides and there's actually country guides and you can go and look at the country you're interested in. It'll take you through the recruitment processes, uh, how their CV and application processes are different and um, the big companies that are recruiting now. It's really interesting and you can be quite smart about what you want to do. So if you want to be country specific, you can do it. You can also be sector specific and do it. Student Circuses is a relatively new newcomer and um, this is jobs and internships in the UK for international students okay so what this company has done is they've identified all the opportunities that are taking on international students okay you may have to be flexible with your location okay in terms of how many are in Northern Ireland how many are going to be based over in England it's a really really good resource as well if there's something specific that you really want to do and get experience in the other ones you might find useful um, are Lock in China, okay? Now this is in English 
and in Chinese. Okay, so don't let it put you off either way. They have some really good resources. Um, I've um, looked at some of their webinars and been involved in some of their events. Um, so you might find some of the some of the websites and some of the job search websites useful for you as well. Gradlink is also country specific. The second tab across there, it says choose your Gradlink. You can click on that and then choose your, your country that you're interested in. And again, it will take, this is an external, so it's not on my future. And it's similar to going global. And it'll take you through the processes and some of the jobs that are available. Very, very, very interesting website as well. I would really commend those to you. Okay. I am going to hand back to Rory. He's going to talk a little bit about volunteering. When it comes to, when you do your program, when you complete your program, you need to pitch this to an employer. Come and chat to us. That's what we're there for. Thanks, Rory. Emma, thank you very much. And guys, I, I just reinforce what Emma just said there. If, if you are making an application or you're called for interview and selection processes, please book an appointment with a careers consultant and use resources available on, on the website. I would like to take you through just the volunteer and students union and volunteering opportunities in general. Uh, just want to start with a note of caution. Uh, there are a lot of volunteering opportunities out there. Uh, some of them we have heard of and some we, we hear on a daily basis, but we have no awareness of what, what they are or what they're offering. Uh, our advice is that if you go onto the volunteering students union website, you'll be able to see a list of opportunities that are not only quality assured, but also have a very good, strong connection with Queen's University. Um, the opportunities, volunteer opportunities is a great way to help with worthwhile causes. It's a fantastic way to gain professional experience and not only enhance your CV, but your own personal development. As mentioned, do be cautious when choosing a global opportunity and do seek advice from a volunteer and student union. The programs themselves do cost a lot of money, but the guys within the student union volunteering team will be able to give you advice on how to fundraise money, how to sort of promote sort of what you're doing with your friends and your classmates and raise that money to go towards the charitable cause. So there's three organisations we have worked with closely over recent years, and these include Habitat for Humanity, Think Pacific, and also 10 Foundations in the Philippines. The feedback from students has been very good over the recent years. And again, as I mentioned before, they're very, very strong links. In fact, Habitat for Humanity were the RAG charity uh, for Queen's 2019-20. And then the previous year, 10 Foundations were the RAG charity. So the money is going to very worthwhile causes. These are fantastic opportunities for you to spend your summer working and living abroad next year. As I mentioned, they're all worthwhile causes. Uh, there are a very different range of roles available and um, the range of volunteer opportunities to choose from. As I mentioned, there are costs involved, but the fact that these here have been quality assured, then you know the money is going to the correct cause and to a good cause. So the next part of the presentation is an opportunity for you to hear from one of your classmates and a current student. And I'm going to ask Manan to turn his camera and his microphone on. Hello. Hi, Milan. Um, I suppose when we were looking at this session, uh, we felt it was very important for you to, for you to hear from a student who has been through these international programmes and these international opportunities. And Manan was a student that I met, I suppose, two years ago on the Global Leadership Programme. Uh, he has also completed the IASTI programme. He then completed a year-long internship in the UK and recently completed a virtual internship through IASTI. Uh, 
this summer. So he's very well placed to talk about taking them, making the most of opportunities. And first of all, I just want to say, Manal, thank you very much for offering to help us out with this session today. Thank can you. I can I get you to introduce yourself? Yeah. So, well, as Rory said, I am Manan. Um, I am originally from Delhi, India. I am um, currently doing my final year of undergraduate program of mechanical engineering at Queens. Um, at Queens because I'm I've always been keen of global exposure. Um, and you know, involving myself in different cultures. That's why I keep on doing these um, international opportunities as, as well. Fantastic. So I, I've highlighted them. Do you want to tell us a wee bit more about the international programs you've taken part in? Yes, um, I took a part in Queen's Global Leadership Program. IESTA, um, I did my IESTA internship with IESTA Jordan. Then I came back to UK to do my year-long placement in Nottingham. And then I did another IESTA virtual internship during COVID lockdown. Um, so for my global leadership program, we went to Toronto. It was it was uh, QGLP 2019. We went to Toronto um, and our topic was how smarts, how smart cities might solve problems of the 21st century. Um, yeah, and then the reason I applied to this was, again, as I said, to get more global exposure. Um, you have this sense of learning while you're traveling, um, especially with QGLP and ISTA. Um, I get to, I got to, you know, learn while, while I was traveling. So it was not only I was developing myself professionally, but uh, personally as well. You develop a lot of soft skills while you're traveling with a bunch of new people. Um, so during IESTA and QGLP, the way these programs are structured, you would meet a lot of people who you're even going with. Um, they are not part of your course, but they do something else. Say QGLP was designed in such a way that no one from the same course would be repeated, um, which I thought was fantastic because we were ranging from undergrads to PhDs and everyone was of everyone had their own individual thing going on. So even with QGLP, I was networking with Queens alumni in Toronto, um, but I was networking within amongst ourselves as well. Um, and then, of course, the topic of 21st century as an engineer applying technology to real world is quite fascinating to me. Um, with IESTA, I was so IESTA arranged an accommodation for us um, in a hotel, and we were living more than f 50 people in a same hotel, and we were networking amongst ourselves. No one, well, of them were mechanical engineers, but a lot of them were, you know, not from my field, and they were all across the globe like from Brazil to uh, Philippines to Thailand to a lot of Europe and then of course a lot of Middle Eastern candidates as well. So it's not just, so I, I did my IESTA Jordan internship with Mercedes. Um, I learned a lot um, during, during my placement over there, um, professional skills, but then I got to learn a lot about different cultures and backgrounds and a lot of so in, in Middle East, a lot of cultural things are going on, as you guys would know. Uh, so I got to indulge and learn a lot about that as well and how people feel. Um, Jordan was um, interesting in a, as a work setting because a lot of people spoke just Arabic, 
so a lot of my colleagues were only arabic speaking so i had to learn few words of arabic myself and we both learned how to work around and fix cars so i was fixing cars so we learned around how to you know communicate with each other and fix cars together and i i've learned in my own language i've learned in english but i never learned in a language which i did not know so that was quite an experience which i would um i would cherish and what about your your placement then in the uk and your virtual placement which you've completed over the last year can you share a bit of information about that yes um so my placement was in nottingham i was working as an engineer um i asked my i asked my mentor i would call my mentor um my mentor he hired me because i came from india then i went to uk then from uk i went all the way to jordan so he saw this certain drive in me which uh, is my employability over other other candidates and that's why he chose me um he specifically did mention that that it was not the name of the company the mercedes mercedes which was the most important it was this certain drive which made me more employable so i would definitely would say that these international opportunities do make you more employable i've had first hand experience with that um and then during lockdown i am um, i was free and i asta had these really amazing remote internships which uh well which not a lot of people knew about so there was a bit less competition so i got a bit since i was already associated with iasta before um so i dropped an email to mary is um our representative for northern ireland for iasta um and she got me sorted for this internship in iasta india a remote internship where i worked on a review paper um and this working on this review paper and working in my placement um did help me you know understand more about my final year itself um like i i um, like for final years you would have your dissertations or your projects just help a lot um getting work experience beforehand of how to do research and what what things to look at very good and this was the fact that i asked they were able to change a lot of internships to virtual like a lot of program providers over the summer that's a fantastic new experience to gain you you mentioned there that it wasn't as competitive can you can you share some information or some advice on making applications and the process yes so um applications for iasta i think go online before the, uh, go online in october um we are just starting now and then you get all these internships so once you register yourself with iasta you get access to their exchange platform where you can see all the internships and apply once you get your um setup ready it it is really easy to apply for applications um for setup you would need your cv your cover letter even for cv i went to queens uh career guidance to get my cv checked um with i i came back with a lot of useful tips on that um then you have a, a tutor recommendation your english speaking proficiency i think and two or three more documents it's not much for what the what quality of experience you would get um back 
application processing rate forward um i would ask you all since you are all international students um to sort your visas out early this is something which is um really important so even for qglp um i had to fly to london to get my visa sorted for canada which does add a uh, a which well you need to start early on it so on the qglp out of us 25 there were two of us international students me and there was this another girl from philippines i guess um and she could not get in because she started her application her visa application process in march i guess um by the time we were flying she had not got her visa sorted i tried to help her with the application but it was just um not getting i think even ruri sent an application to london embassy if i remember correctly um yeah so um, i think the advice sir in terms of not only making an early application for opportunities but also uh can look at your cv or your visa and your situation with that there is very very important if you're able to start that early yes. then it takes a takes a pressure off i imagine you yes. you've touched you've touched this uh throughout some of the discussions so far but what what did you say with the main things that you gained from your experiences um well uh my professional development is one side but i made a lot of friends which i would like to focus on more um like the network i made um is immeasurable so since we all are international students we you know sometimes can have problems uh, mingling with local students and you know just cultural differences and all that okay. um it could be that so like in first year i was in india and i was hanging a lot with my indian friends rather than you know coming coming um in contact with local people qglp helped me move across that um i still have quite a few local friends we go out for dinners and all we cook food um cook food or go out for drinks or something so this is something which um i got most out of qglp um moreover with iasta jordan i still have friends all across the globe globe so during even during pandemic they would check up on me or you know like if you i heard that cases are rising in uk or whatever and then and then they wish you birthdays and all and even if i go to you know say brazil or thailand or anywhere i would have a friend there um so i think it's quite, um but i would uh, so for for professional development um as an under this was my first work experience and getting mercedes on my cv was something which is a big career push uh and does increase my employability i did gain a lot of memories as well so for qglp we went to as a as a cultural trip we went to niagara falls all 25 of us went together um it was quite a good experience and then we did this thing called maiden of mist um where you get on a boat and you get really close to niagara falls and then you come back so it was an experience ourselves and we have some really good photos of it um even with iasta jordan the density and the density of culture in that region is intense i think that's why i chose jordan but you get to meet a lot of people from different cultures and it just makes the trip worth it plus it's a, it's a played ex, uh, experience it's a paid experience so why not and yeah. qg 
is really cheap as well. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's good. That's good. Very good advice, man. Because obviously, traveling, living, working, studying abroad, the, these programs all cost money. So it's definitely something you need to consider and, and look into. In, in terms of sort of uh, final sort of advice and encouragement for students, is there anything you would you would say to international students who are considering these opportunities? Uh, yes, um, I would say do apply. Just do apply because um, say we are an in, we are international students, so. I do not know about every country, but I have just a good rule of thumb. I would say um, a lot of Asian countries do not offer so many international opportunities. Even if they do, they are so competitive because of population. And um, here you can, you ha do have a fair shot at international opportunities all across the globe. And you have people like Mary and Rory, which help you all across the way through your application process. Um, and you would get life experiences which you would, which they uh, which would stick with you for your lifetime um yeah and they really uh, mature you as a person as well these experiences and you and you have something cool to talk about <laughs> very good i think i guess fantastic Manal, fantastic way to finish it and you know when it's when we're chatting uh, obviously see different things popping up on linkedin and your, your linkedin profile it's and like your CV, very, very strong in terms of, you know, experience, international, local and national experience. So well done on taking these opportunities. And um, I just want to say thank you very much for your time today. Guys, if there's anyone has any questions, feel free to put them in the chat function and we'll go through them just as we finish the session up here. So as I mentioned, the very start today was the second event of Go Global Week. Tomorrow we have a session that is focusing on Asian opportunities. Uh, on Wednesday is our main Go Global Fair. And the Go Global Fair is very interesting. It's an opportunity to directly chat and connect with the providers of many of these opportunities. So you can go in and ask them the more specific questions in terms of the opportunities, the eligibility criteria, the costs, and start to drill into those specific details you'll want to be aware of. On Thursday, we have two sessions to finish up. The first one is an opportunity to focus on the European opportunities, and that's at 12 noon on Thursday. And then we're going to finish up on Thursday early evening with a very informal alumni networking event. And the plan is that three Queen's alumni will come on and speak about their international experiences they did whilst they're at university, and they'll also speak about how this had an impact on their future career decisions. Uh, I can just see on the right-hand side, my colleague Conlon is adding the links. So please, I would encourage everyone to log in and register for these further sessions. As uh, Manan has mentioned, I have mentioned, uh, Emma has mentioned, uh, take the time to review our website and the program details. Uh, also check our eligibility criteria and start to look into those specific details. If you have any questions, you can contact the Global Opportunities team at goglobal.qb.ac.uk. I mentioned at the start, we have drop, virtual drop-in sessions every Tuesday and Thursday, and these can be booked through the appointments section of my future. And as I mentioned at the very beginning as well, we will have further specific information sessions rolling both throughout semester one and semester two. And I can see again on the chat function that quite a few of these have been the links to those have been added. So please register, add them to your calendar, and come along and ask questions and meet students who have completed these programs. 
So I said, um, I think I mentioned the drop-ins, the email address and our contact details. The only thing I would sort of finish on this slide is that today is very much just an overview of the, the opportunities. It does, as Manan mentioned, you, you need to take the time to review the opportunities and find out as much information as possible. Um, reach out to us if you have any questions and we will help between the Global Opportunities Team, the Career Service and our very good program providers that will be able to help you with the information. So I'm going to finish up with a Global Opportunities video. And this will showcase some of the opportunities the students have completed last year. It's also an opportunity if you have any questions to put them in the chat function. And myself, Emma, and Anne will come on afterwards just to sort of go through those questions. So I'm just going to play the video now. Yeah, guys, uh, I'm sure you'll agree that the video is excellent. So it is, and it just showcases some of the international opportunities that students have been on. Can I ask Emma and Manan just to join me on screen here? Just a few questions. So there's a question, Manan, for yourself. It is. Did you need to have enough money to live on with your did you have enough money to live on with your IAC salary when you're in Jordan? the money I got was enough to live on, but if you want to travel or look around then it did get a bit over the budget. Um, but Ayasta helped a lot. Um, there is this thing called Golden Trip in Jordan where you which is like the main sightseeing trip. Um, it got really cheap, like really, really cheap as to what normal people would pay for uh, when traveling. So everything was really subsidized and really good. I think what what 
um, problem I faced in Jordan was that there was not a good system of local transport, um, which added a lot to the cost, and it did go up a bit over the budget. Thanks very much for that. There's another question, just uh, a student, just when will it go? When will it go global leadership program take this? Okay, so myself and other members the program. The plan is that we will review this very early semester two, just to make sure that uh, it will be organised. situation. And if it is, we will then begin to advertise it through my future on uh, social media and all the usual communication platforms. So keep an eye out for early signs And similar to today, if it is today, we would run a great specific information on it. Okay, just scan us through the I think that's all the questions. Um, I just want to say thank you to Emma to join us today and present all the opportunities, giving you all an insight into your service. And I want to say thank you to Anna as well for getting that student insights and that student experience because it's interesting to listen to me and Emma, but not quite as interesting to listen to your fellow classmates and current students. Um, again, thanks very much for joining us today, everyone. You have been listening to Find Your Future, a podcast from careers, employability and skills at Queen's University Belfast. For more career helps and advice, visit go.qb.ac.uk slash careers.